0: It is Wednesday, my dudes. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, Gavin.
1: And I, Justin.
0: So, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day! Hey, I hope you're uh, getting over that hump, or making that hump. Or humping. Hmm.
1: Three different options there. Choose you your make, pick.
0: Making the hump, I, I imply is humping. Mm-hmm. I just Creating said it. The, the hump.
1: The hump. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that train wreck.
0: Yes, yes. Good thing this is only an audio-only podcast.
1: Thank God. Um, <laughs> the visual I just had to see will scar me for life. Ooh. So, today is our off day.
0: It's our off day from cars. Uh, we're talking about watches for this first little bit. And then I have a small rant. Yeah, you have a small rant. It's Yours is probably quasi-car related.
1: More eh, Sort of. Is yeah. it chaos
0: theory related
1: or is it... It's kind of more general. Um, It is related to something that happened with Chaos Theory. Gotcha. But it is kind of some general stuff. So we will start off with Gavin.
0: Yes. And a
1: watch debate.
0: So first of all, watch check. Mm. Are are you wearing a watch?
1: Yeah, it's a freckle past a hair.
0: (laughs) Uh, It gets me every time.
1: Uh, I'm sure it
0: does. Um, Yeah, so I'm wearing the U-boat today. I actually, a little update on this. uh, For those that don't know, uh, the the U-boat in question it's the baby U-boat. It's the, <laughs> the baby U-boat being the 45 millimeter as, yeah. a, as opposed to the 50. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this watch in particular is uh, – I'm currently watch sitting for my dad. He bought it back in 2010 uh, after his father slash my grandfather passed away. Um, my grandfather during World War II was a merchant marine. And aside from being boots on the ground in Germany, the Merchant Marine was about the most dangerous thing you could do during World War II because you were carrying food and coffee and munitions and guns and X, Y, and Z.
1: Well, the stuff the enemy didn't want you to
0: have. Exactly, because you were enabling your army. So uh, they were kind of constantly under attack. Yeah. But uh, at the time... So U-Boat, the company, kind of came back because they used to be more of a thing back in, like, the 40s. And they came back in the 2000s. And at the time that my grandfather just passed away, U-Boat had come back. And uh, on top of that, my grandfather was actually attacked by German U-Boats off the coast of South Carolina back in the day. And so my dad bought this watch to remember him by and he wore it for a couple years well he wore it for about four years and then i wore it for a couple and then he wore it for a couple and then i got it back in my possession in 2018 um it comes on it's, so it's a 45 mil case it has the crown at the nine o'clock position which is interesting um as opposed to the three o'clock because so it doesn't like dig into your hand because it's a fucking big watch yeah and what's kind of nifty is that it actually has a crown cover not just crown guards but it actually has a crown cover which is attached uh to the case itself so it kind of looks almost looks like a flask yeah that has the little cover that comes off and flops around but uh yeah it has 100 meters of water resistance which is nice Uh, It has an ETA 2824 movement, which is kind of like the LS swap of of movements. (laughs) They're kind of in everything. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, it has 12, 4, and 8 as numerals, and then everything else is a line on the index. Of all the watches I have, it actually has the most powerful loom of everything. Like, all of the loom on my watches pretty much die constantly because they're kept indoors, and I kind of wear one watch at a time. Yeah. And this is just – this always has loom. Like, I'll be in my bed at, you know, 12 in the morning – like, you know, 12 a.m. about to go to sleep, and I can still see, like, the watch, like, with all my lights off on the other side of the room. It's nice. And so um, I hadn't been wearing it that much because the leather strap that it was on, there is a pin – that goes through a predetermined hole, which is part of the butterfly clasp. And so that hole, over time, because of the weight of the watch and my small-ass baby wrists, uh, with it kind of moving around, kind of expanded the hole more and more, just kind of going on, elongating it, as it yeah. were, on either side. And so it made the watch kind of looser and not quite as bearable to wear. And so the way I've been thinking is like, oh man, I haven't really given this watch much love. I only really wear it like when I go see my dad and my yeah. mom. And so I'm like, well, do I have any other watch straps that are 20, 20 millimeters wide? And I went to my, Tissot that has like that rally, that seventies leather rally strap. And it was too big. It was like, I think it's 22. I'm like, oh fuck, it won't fit. Do I have anything else on here? Cause would already gone through the effort of taking the, leather strap off I'm like fuck I, I need to get something on here and so I go to my Timex which I never wear anymore because there's
1: I don't have a reason to so ironically your cheapest watch Uh,
0: second I think it's my second cheapest watch
1: but on the far other end of oh absolutely that thing. it's funny yeah
0: Um, so what, what, this u Uh, when it got picked up you know in the box uh, it comes with two straps it comes with a black rubber strap that kind of says U-boat across it, like as a, as one gradual texture. Yeah, as it were across the entire strap, and it, that, so that's a black rubber, and it also comes with a uh, an orangey brown tan a uh, leather strap, and so for two very different looks, and uh, this Timex strap which is 20 millimeters wide, <laughs> which is perfect, uh, is another black rubber strap. So it actually kind of fits the original feel of it. And I hadn't worn this watch on the black rubber strap since... Uh, I got When I got the watch back in 2018, it, I, it came with the rubber strap on it. And then after a little bit of wearing it, because it had been fairly worn over the years, where the spring bar is uh, on... The six o'clock end of it had actually worn through the rubber and it fell off, Hmm. which kind of broke my heart when it happened because of the significance of, like, oh, fuck, it was under my ownership when it broke, and it means this much to myself and my dad about my grandpa and all this. And so, like, that was kind of heartbreaking. So, to have it be on a strong, like, rubber strap again, like, it feels really good and it fits my wrist really well, and I really enjoy wearing it. I wore it to work the other day. For the last couple of days, actually, and it just felt really nice. So um, I'm really enjoying this now. And, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll probably post a picture of this on mm-hmm. our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, just so people get an understanding for what it is. Um, but talking about watches, I'm kind of I'm itching again for, for another one.
1: I'm going to derail you for just a second because refre- referencing our last episode, somebody just posted a new picture of the Mustang Mach-E. Oh, God.
0: Oh, Jesus. That is one fat horse. It's just a very
1: fat horse. Anyways, moving back on, I just found that it was laughing and dying.
0: Yeah. So. So, I'm. when I first got into the collection of watches, I was picking one up about once a month, <laughs> which, sadly,
1: I've been at that point with cars. Yeah. It's a little more expensive and a hard bit.
0: to store. I know. That's the great thing about watches. I can just pick one up for like a a good watch up for like three to five hundred bucks and like it's nice and I get enjoyment out of it and I try to choose something different each time and I have a nice little rotation Uh, and yeah I can store all of them in a little you know clear box that I can put under my bed if I need to (laughs) not that I do but uh, yeah that's the nice thing about watches and that's why one of the reasons why I got into them but I'm looking at possibly a next piece Uh, there's a company called Glycine which is a very well-renowned company. They make they're known for making like pilot's watches. Uh but not the typical flieger pilot watch. Uh something a bit they kind of have their own feel to them. Yeah. Um and they just did a collaboration with Drop, uh formerly known as Mass Drop, I think it's the same company, it's just different branding. Yeah. Uh but they have these two new watches out and they're kind of paying homage to a couple of different rolex related uh models so there's what there's a pepsi gmt and uh there's another uh gmt that's kind that, that's of a lesser known gmt called the coke gmt um lesser known mostly because they just made fewer of them yeah but so you see how the bezel is on the on the pepsi it's red and blue mm-hmm. um they also have a black and red and Rolex made that as a GMT, which is a watch that has a fourth hand that tra- that tracks Greenwich Mean time, and you can uh, change uh, time in between locations. If you're flying a lot, you can change that really easily.
1: Ooh, so – and then this other one that he mentioned that has the black and red, not the blue and red, actually does not – have a GMT?
0: Well, that one that I sent you doesn't, but there is an option. I, I was finding okay. one uh, before that does have the GMT. The thing the other design <clears throat> difference behind the GMT is that the bezel itself is twenty four hours,
1: yeah, versus the
0: uh... typical twelve hours. the The other one is more of a dive style bezel, yep, where it has and, and that's the those individual hashes up to the fifteen minute or the three o'clock. That is actually to kind of count how long you've been underwater for and how much air you would have left in your tank for when you're diving. Gotcha that's kind of what that's about. Um, However, I did just
1: see this on their fabric strap that looks that looks good that
0: does ooh, that does look lovely. It looks really lovely.
1: It complements the black and red really well.
0: well so that's the design that I was talking to you about with the Coke GMT mm-hmm. That's where, so that's where those colors have come from. Yep. This, so the glycine, not Rolex, but the glycine is yes. uh, the design of this one in particular is actually more styled after like a Tudor Black Bay. Do you know about Tudor? I have no. So Tudor, just like the Tudors in England or whatever, T U D O R. Okay. Uh, that has actually been a sister company to Rolex. Okay. They've been that way forever. They've kind of been the more attainable, uh, built in the same factory, built to the same spec, but they don't necessarily have Rolex movements. Gotcha. Um, but they're damn near just as good. Like when a Rolex Submariner would cost eight to nine thousand dollars, a Tudor Black Bay, which would look somewhat similar, maybe smaller case and slightly different, like hands or whatever, like in the face. Yeah. That would cost like five thousand dollars. Gotcha. So, um, this watch does not cost that much. No. This watch costs $400. <laughs> and the GMT
1: one costs 550
0: Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm looking at right now. Uh, the thing that I do appreciate about the Coke uh, watch.
1: Which is the black and red
0: one. The black and red. I do appreciate black and red. However, it also has patinated hands and indexes. Mm-hmm. So that... So Normally on a Rolex, it is white loom, and actually, uh, if you can look closely enough, you see where, like, the the, the metallic that kind of goes around each index? Mm-hmm. On Rolexes, it's actually white gold. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, tip on, you know, cheaper-end watches, that's going to be stainless steel. Probably 316L. Yeah. Or something like that. But, uh, yes, on... The Coke bezel, it is a patinated, almost like a tanned uh, index, and I'm sure it has that has its functioning loom.
1: I'm sure. And then on the other one, it's the standard. White. On on the
0: Pepsi, it is white, uh, white loom, and with a uh, you know the blue and the red and all that good stuff. But so those, I'm kind of tossing those up in the air right now. Uh, the sale for a uh, drop just started with an estimated ship date of June 5th. <laughs> I don't know if I can throw that much money down and like, wait that long. 500 bucks is kind of a lot to me. Yeah. And so uh, that's what that is. But there is a third option for $350. Which called is, the Retrograph. Yeah, but it's a company. It's a micro brand called Brew. I think they're also based in New York. But uh, it's a square dial. It's 38 millimeters, and it has this really interesting monochromatic uh, dial design. And what's funny is, and I'm not a barista, but it's a chronograph. It's a mecha quartz chronograph, and there are indexes near the six between 6 and 7 o'clock. There are added hash marks in between, and it's supposed to indicate the amount of time allotted for i think it's an espresso i know right something like that which is super like niche and kind of quirky and interesting and that's the shit that i kind of like so i did i actually pulled up
1: a different one from the same brand that i actually kind of like
0: glycine or brew that's their new watch uh the master graph yep it's got um, a copper
1: uh, right face. i
0: i I mean, and they have other colors that go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not super into that design. I think it looks a little wishy-washy on different, like, inspirations. Because it's a square case with a round bezel. I believe the bezel rotates.
1: Yeah, so this original one that Gavin's looking at... It's it, kind of like
0: a circle, circular peg in a square hole.
1: Yeah, so this original one is a square... You know, um, it's a case. smooth
0: square, which I which I really enjoy.
1: Yep, and the outside of it's it looks like more or less it's stainless steel 316L, but it lo- kind of has the look of brushed aluminum or not brushed, but like... I think it's, it's bead
0: blasted, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so it it's very um, flat in color.
0: It's very flat, yeah.
1: And then the face is black with all the indices being white, or it looks like almost. It, I think they, they are white, and the, and mm-hmm. those
0: are there. If you actually swipe over, um, into here. You can see how much loom there is that one right there oh there there you go yeah
1: yeah okay
0: yeah which is interesting and it's actually that's that style dial is what's known as a panda Uh actually no that's a reverse panda because panda
1: would be white with the black
0: sub dials yeah so this is a black dial with white sub dials and black sub hands uh what's nice about this and it it would be a different style movement than i have than any of my other watches yeah uh, that is what's known as a mecha quartz okay so it is still a quartz movement mm-hmm. but instead of having the hand sweep with a tick 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 it the movement or the the, the movement of the hand uh, is a is a smooth sweeping yep so it still has a feel of uh, an automatic movement while being quartz and just accurate and reliable yeah, yeah. and the thing about chronographs is when you run a chronograph on an automatic movement, it's actually pretty abrasive and rough on the movement because they're kind of like swing arms or control arms or whatever you want to call it. I don't really know what the name is, but they kind of slam into gears into the teeth and it can be pretty hard on them. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't get that with a quartz movement or with the mecha quartz. Yeah. So that's something that I would be looking into, but, uh, the other two watches are automatics, but they're also not uh, chronographs.
1: Yeah, so it's it's kind of moot point for those two. It's
0: more. Right. I, that's just a thing of keeping them running and keeping them happy. Exactly. So. Uh, and I will be posting photos of these in our Instagram feed. So if you want to go check those out, uh, feel free to. If you want to check out the uh, the GMTs or the the Pepsi and the Coke, uh you can check those out on drop uh they are selling for if you want just a dive watch it's what 399 399
1: and 550 depending at, on if you want for the GMT.
0: GMT i would like to rock a GMT i think that'd be really cool um especially seeing as uh, rolex at the last Basil world came out with the the GMT kind of had a revamp yeah uh and they had a you know a different bracelet on it and i think i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool um, I, ha- I have various ideas running through my head. So if this post gets 600
1: likes, Gavin will buy one of these. Probably even if it doesn't, but I mean.
0: If this post, if, if our next Instagram post gets 600 likes, I will.
1: Buy all three. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, get another credit card and uh, buy all three. I'll do that.
1: Sadly, I think. That'd you... be
0: lovely, actually. That'd be really nice. Sadly, I think you're pretty safe. <laughs> i think i am pretty safe we're not very popular yet. so yet but yeah help
1: gavin choose his next watch
0: yeah yeah you absolutely should uh comment in the comment section which uh you like best slash you think i would like yeah um but yeah i mean any of those would be a nice little addition to my arsenal maybe mm-hmm. i can give a state of the collection uh in the instagram post as well yeah be like here's what i have what Whoa. would you add to this
1: yeah Especially if you tag some watch stuff in there. I'm sure you'll get some responses.
0: Too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, Well, cool. But yeah, that's where I'm at.
1: Cool. Well, here's where I'm at. I don't really have any business updates, except for the fact I, I have a website that's live, but I mentioned that last week. You did. Um, so, um, basically where I am at is I'm working on getting more work, and we're getting there. But I've been running into a problem, and it's a problem that's never going to go away, but it's something that... Um, Kind of in just general life advice, I want to see if we can try to eliminate, mainly especially to do with small business owners. So keep in mind, this is the third time in the past three weeks that I have gotten a call from a customer. We talk about what their vehicle needs as far as detailing. Um, We talk about pricing. I give them, uh, you know, I, I have, now that I have my website up, I have starting rates and quite often if your car is within a normal realm those starting rates are going to stick right there i'm only going to up you know up price if i end up having to spend extra time and i just tell that to every customer so we talk about it we talk about okay when where and what and get everything nailed down so we have a date we have a place and we're all ready cool check up with two of these i checked up about halfway through cool we're still good all good get to the day of no response none try to call back for the second or third time absolutely no response again um and keep you know just keep without pestering keep trying randomly throughout the day that we had scheduled obviously now after the time that we had scheduled to get a hold of this person nothing um and there's even a couple times where that's happened as of I'll give you an example yesterday or actually today. I was while I was in Phoenix, I was called by a gentleman who wanted a a full very basic paint correction. He has a 1997 F350. It's obviously not going to have perfect paint, but we want to make it shine as much as possible. It's not rusty, it's you know, yeah. so, so without major issues. He wants a good shine on it. We discussed a price and landed on you know, a fairly fair bargain because he didn't want to do the interior or anything. It was just the outside. Clean, then clay bar, then um, just a good general polish. Um, we agreed to talk. Basically, I call, was supposed to call him yesterday, out, which is Sunday, after I got back from Phoenix, which I did, to no response, and a couple of texts to no response. And keep in mind, this is already after we've talked about both price, location, and And he, they time. did...
0: Give you, they did hit you back and they agreed on the price. They said it like that. We agreed works. on that on the phone. Um, on the phone. Okay. Oh yeah, it was all done on the phone.
1: Oh, like wow. we agreed at a location, which was his house, on a price, and on even a time and a date. Uh-huh. Everything was set in stone. Yeah. And with with just a checkup the night after, um, also agreed upon on the phone. And so you know, I'm sitting here. I've already kind of prepped an invoice, creating, getting ready for this stuff. And I always have feelings, with, I don't, and I don't even know why, because some of these people I don't meet. Again, I like talk to these people over the phone. I get feelings like when I'm like, they're gonna ghost me. You just kind of sense you, it. You have
0: that feeling when you're talking to them initially? <clears throat> mm-hmm,
1: and, and, and it's weird, because it's not even anything to do with their tone, they act normal. It's just, I have this thing, I'm like, you know he has what?
0: spidey sense. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyways, so that happened today for the third time in a row in the past three weeks Um, where, and and that one was a fairly large job, you know, a job that would have definitely helped the pocketbook. Yeah. Um, And obviously it makes it suck even more for me because then I'm left with a dilemma. So I've now, you know, we originally agreed on 10 a.m. today. Um, So I, at the moment, as I mentioned last week, I'm currently driving up until about 8 a.m. So I fly from Salt Lake back up to my house, uh, get ready to basically load up, but I don't load up because at this point I'm like, okay, he never responded yesterday. He never responded this morning. I tried to call him once. I'm kind of like in this situation where I don't think he's going to respond, but it puts me in a position where I'm like, okay, I can't go do anything else just in case he does. Yeah. In case something happened, got busy with work, things happen. Um, but in reality, he still hasn't responded. And at this point, I'm pretty sure he won't, not unless something very serious happened that obviously I'm unaware of.
0: Right. It's still super frustrating, though. I mean, also, welcome to my world as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: No, so, and and this is, like I mentioned, it's a problem that's never going to go away. However, I I would just like to just kind of ask people to kind of, you know, take into consideration. If you feel that, like, for instance, him if whatever it was, if it was like price or whatnot, that's a problem.
0: Or, yeah. If, if, or if they got a bill that came in that, and they no longer can afford your service, let us know please. as a photographer myself, or as a detailer mm-hmm. for you, just talk to us. So please, We're human beings.
1: especially now that like, this is my full-time gig that hurts me. Like financially, that legitimately hurts me because Absolutely. today now, granted I usually take Mondays as kind of like a get everything else done day, um, yeah. Because every other day gets full with something else, and so Mondays are like my clean house day. Sure. Um, but if I get a job like this, I'm not opposed for it. Um, you know. But for mm-hmm. instance, today i had already done most cleaning houses um, earlier in the week, so I wasn't planning on sitting around up until about one o'clock, hoping that maybe he would you know call mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, man, sorry about that. Let's go ahead and do it." Um, but that didn't happen. So that ends up costing me you know several hundred dollars that could have gone into my pocketbook one way or another um, that I now have to be out because I had to plan for something that somebody for whatever reason or another decided not to partake of. Trust me, as Gavin said, we're human beings. Like, so if you, for wh- we'll understand, whether it's financial, whether it's schedule related,
0: I don't give two shits for whatever reason, you know, if you, let us know. And if you want to reschedule for a different day, that's please, totally fine. Please. And if you say like, Hey, I uh, don't think I'll actually be needing your service. Great. That's at least something that we can plan around and plan, not plan Mm -hmm. for necessarily, but that's something that we can be like, okay, so now now I know that this isn't happening. I can move on with my life.
1: Yeah, and I, I think, and I get it. I've, you know, requested like, I haven't gone as far as to set a date and a time, but I've called up to places, as we all have, and, like, requested, like, hey, how much does this roughly cost? What could we, You know, could we maybe do, like, a free consultation and look at it and see it and whatnot? I'm still not sure. We've all done that. That's part of, like, being a human being and being able to shop for things in this great country that we live in is we can have options. Sure. But, and I know, it's, I know it gives people anxiety because it even gives me anxiety when I have to, like, message somebody and say, hey, I don't think I'm going to be doing it. I get it. However... All I request is be man or woman enough to just follow through with that and be just be a grown up. Be a grown up and just say, "Look, I don't think I'm going to do it." I don't give a shit what reason it is. I would just rather know. Yeah. Because it really does, honestly. It it not just irks me as far
0: as, you know, emotions. It, like it legitimately hurts small businesses especially. Well, yeah, just it hurts numerically, it hurts, you know, financially. Mhm. Because you could have also had, you could have planned for it. You could have been doing something else with your day mm-hmm. or that part of your day today. I could have been doing, you know, Uber-Lift. Uber and Lyft. I could have taken a longer route potentially
1: because um, they had a Wyoming route that failed this morning, but I could have gone out and done oh, that. Oh, and, twi- and made twice the money.
0: Oh, that, that would been nice.
1: Exactly. Yeah. But I didn't do that specifically because I was planning on having a gig this morning. Right. Again, you know, and so... It's a difficult thing because it, it doesn't just happen in the world of business. You know, this same exact thing happens in the world of dating and, and all this stuff.
0: Well, yeah. Just, just,
1: just in general, people, people like to ghost. People are
0: flaky. More, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it's we've become more aware of it as we're growing older, mm-hmm. or if it is something that is just happening more often. Is people are easy to flake out, and they can easily hide behind their phone or their computer. Well, and I actually, and they can I, just walk away from something and disassociate completely.
1: Think about this. Think about back to a time when there was practically no electronic communication, say the mid to late 1800s, where it was effectively didn't exist. It did exist, but not attainable. Sure. Um, You know, in those days, your (laughs) agreements of meeting at a specific time and place would take weeks, if not sometimes months to like coordinate. Sure. And then, you know, quite often you would end up meeting still. I think what's happened is that communication has become so easy and the options have become so vast that... People just, instead of following up because they know that that person can recontact them, they just cut ties, cut, 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 and just drop. Well, the
0: ability to reach out and then the ability to close a door on somebody. Because you you can just block somebody. Oh, yeah. And then they can't reach out to you. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. And,
1: you know, I think that's people's way of getting around of, uh, you know, I know a lot of people just try to avoid confrontation in general. And this, I think this is an extreme case of that where avoiding any chance of somebody talking about something that you just now don't want to do that you then agreed to do before. Mm-hmm. It's their way and many people's way of just avoiding any talk whatsoever about what they now don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's... As much as I do understand how it can be kind of difficult sometimes... A little awkward. A little awkward. Yeah. Just... Do it. Seriously, just talk to people. And and like I said, not just in business. That's what I'm mainly referring to right here. But even in relationships, you go on one date, just try to be honest and just say, hey, I enjoyed myself. I don't know if I want to continue. That's very difficult.
0: I get it. Yeah. But it's part of being a grown up. It is. I mean, you and I have had that with with cars Mm -hmm. for not just detailing stuff, but with with the show. Mm hmm. Um, I've had that with my own photography things um, and yeah no it, it sucks it's it's a bummer um, but that also doesn't keep hold us back from doing what we want to do
1: No it's not gonna hold me back from you know stopping because I'm gonna sit there and go oh damn people ghost me all the time I can't deal with this doesn't matter what business you're in doesn't matter what you're doing in life people are just that way in general yeah it's kind of sad but... gotta roll with it mm-hmm. but it's the hope is is that you can. You can build, you know, which is what I'm in the process of doing. You can build up enough outside of that realm of the 10% of people or whatever that ghosts you that it doesn't matter at a certain point. Yeah. So, but we'll see. Anyways, that was my mini rant of the day because (laughs) it's just happened three weeks in a row now. And, you know, three weeks in a row where I'm trying to grow the business and it's been slower weeks. Right. And so it's just kind of like, just talk to me, people.
0: (laughs) By the way, I think I need a, another detail from you.
1: Okay, four hundred dollars. <sighs> I, I know the state of your
0: car. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. I I, it's not as bad as I, the as the Chinese mess. It's not as bad as the Chinese mess. Um, there's a honestly it just kind of needs a little. I honestly I'm just lazy.
1: Just just to spruce up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It, honestly, the the body needs to just be washed, and like the interior is like eh. Yeah, just a quick super quick yeah Yeah. knock it out real easy cool i can Um, do that yeah if for some reason the plastic on like the plasticky rubber that's on my wheel Mm -hmm. and the shift knob like it doesn't absorb oil or grease or whatever yeah but it also doesn't move around when it gets on the like whatever part of the wheel it stays there it's the weirdest thing and i hate it hmm um it's mostly the wheel, though. Gotcha. And that's the part that, like, r- that bugs me the most. I'm well, just like, uh. You're sitting there looking at it. Well, and it's not even a visual thing. It's just a feel thing. Like, when I touch the wheel, I'm just like, ugh, this is gross. Yeah. This does not feel good. Uh,
1: I, if I had to actually say one thing that are the nastiest thing in cars that I clean, it's
0: steering wheels. Probably, yeah.
1: Which makes sense. They're mm-hmm. the thing you touch the entire time you're What's funny,
0: before. though, is, like, I, this, this is the third time now this has happened with that steering wheel. Mm-hmm. The leather on my, uh, on the Outback. Like, it never, it didn't show anywhere until, like, until it hit, like, 190K. And then I think something got on, like, AJ's hand or my hand or something. Like, let's, someday we were hanging out. And like, later that day, it started to, like, deteriorate a little bit. Yeah. But that was it. And that was at 190,000 miles. Yeah. So, take that as you will. But, yeah it is what it is uh but yeah I, I think i need another refurb on that thing
1: cool i can do that and if any of you people need a refurb
0: hit me up yeah chaos theory utah on instagram uh you have a website mm-hmm. now which is chaostheoryutah.com. oh perfect cool and uh you can slide in his dms or his phone number's on there his email's mm-hmm. on there or whatever there, there's no way that you shouldn't be able to contact me. Exactly. <laughs> it's not.
1: They, they're can infinite. you take
0: care of your pigeon?
1: Fuck, I'll try. <laughs> I, I've got care. like an antenna on my roof. I'm. It can land
0: there. <laughs> How about smoke signals?
1: Um, I've got an open backyard. Yeah, we can do smoke signals. I can see yeah, for I, miles. Actually, yeah, you're on the
0: golf course, yeah. so fuck it. Ugh. Funny. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our ramblings yet again and uh yeah you can reach out to us chaos theory utah on instagram for justin uh gp.media or gavin's poor brain for me on instagram or if you want to message us slide in our our collective dms we are exhibition of speed and if you want to send us an email it's mailbag.eos at gmail.com god damn we, there's a lot of ways people can reach out to us like
1: i said I mean, and if you go look on my website or almost anywhere, or have one of my business cards, you should have no trouble contacting
0: Or me. if you already know us and listen to the podcast, just fucking talk to us. Just reach out to us uh, on our various social medias. <laughs> yeah. You know how to find us. Uh, until Friday, I've been Gavin. And I've been Justin. And this has been the Exhibition to Speed podcast. Bye-bye.